atop Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome into a new season of the must-listen show for NBA junkies. I'm your host, Jay Corwin. This is where we break down everything Celtics several times a week in less than 20 minutes. Find us on the otgbasketball.com family, a fantastic website with a team of very talented writers and creators. We're on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, wherever fine podcasts are consumed. And, of course, on the Twitter train at Celtics Express. Make sure to follow. If you're new to the show, welcome the hell took so long we met up during the preseason for a couple shows but now it's time for real life we'll be joined in just a few minutes by celtic studio host from 98.5 the sports hub none other than boston celebrity sean silver to break it all down the celtics came out on a mission in tuesday's opener blasting the 76ers 105 87 in boston the seas just 43 percent from the field 30 percent from the three-point line 11 of 37 philly under 30 percent from the field sub 20 percent from deep Turnovers about even Celtics with a slight rebounding edge in this one. Today, sophomore phenom Jason Tatum is the story. He led the Seas with 23 points, a team-best plus 23 differential. He dominated the floor as he drew some extremely high praise from NBA great Reggie Miller on that TNT broadcast. Tatum, step back to This has Kobe Bryant written all over it. I, for one, was very surprised to hear Reggie Miller utter that name, but what's pretty cool is the two teams renew what's being called by many a budding rivalry after a physical playoff series last season. 76ers center Joel Embiid gives us the old Lee Corso. Not so fast, my friend. This is not a rivalry. Uh, I don't know why. Record against them, but it's pretty bad. They always kick our ass, so uh, this is not a rivalry. Don't we wish more players were like Embiid on the mic? Counting last season's playoffs, Boston has won 10 straight games at home over Philly. Embiid added 23 points, 10 boards in defeat. Ben Simmons finished with 19 points, 15 boards, 8 assists to lead Philly. One of the biggest changes we saw in the starting lineup was second-year guard Markel Fultz. That was a big shock to me. I'm not sure how he's earned that coming off an injured rookie season to replace J.J. Redick there. He missed 68 games last season. He finished with 5 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists in 25 minutes. Meanwhile, for the Celtics, it was a garden celebration as two all-star players who battled injuries last season stepped back onto the court for regular season play. Celtics guard Kyrie Irving just 2 of 14, 1 of 8 from 3 for 7 points, 7 dimes in 29 minutes. Uncle Drew says he was a bit rusty, but... Happy to be back on the parquet. Get my rhythm back as we continue to go on this season. So, um, like I said, I just had a big smile, you know, when they announced my name again and having Gordon out there playing with Al and JB and JT again and, and just really getting a sense of, uh, you know, playing for Boston Celtics again. Gordon who, you say? That's Gordon Hayward. Ten points, five boards in 25 minutes. He's on that minute restriction to start the season after he got hurt in last year's season opener. Yeah, it was amazing to be out there on the court again for a regular season game. Um, my adrenaline was definitely pumping those first three or four minutes. It was great just to be out there. That was a big step for me. The bench coming up big. That's going to be a major story this season. The bench with attitude. Marcus Morris leading the way. 16 points and 10 rebounds. After the game, head coach Brad Stevens on trying to find enough minutes for all his guys. I thought that, our again, our depth was a big factor in the game. Whenever things started go awry um, and we put new fresh guys in, they all made plays. And, you know, that's what it's got to be for us. And 
Um, we're a long way from being really good. Of course, you wouldn't expect anything less from Brad Stevens or a top-flight coach. Never satisfied. One guy who's always been good, Sean Silver, the Celtics studio host at 98.5 The Sports Hub. He's joining us today. Sean, the season is here. How you feeling? Hey, good morning. Uh, yeah, I can't be more excited about uh, what happened last night at, at the TD Garden with the Celtics. It's a great time of year for, for Boston sports right now, and the seas just kind of keeping that good feeling going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, an interesting time in Boston sports for sure. Everyone thriving for now. 105-87 the final. It was tight through the first half, and the Celtics really ran away in the second half. What stood out for you most in the opener? Well, I think the biggest thing to look at from this opener is that they blew out the 76ers despite a 6-for-25 uh, combined performance for Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. Irving didn't get his first bucket until the third quarter. And Hayward, you know, uh, granted he's on a minutes restriction. Brad Stevens has been up front about that. Um, so uh, some things are going to be limited with him. I mean, it was it was kind of, you know, I, I obviously I'm, I'm psyched that the guy's back. Um, he's a, he's a high level athlete. He's a, a great competitor in this league, but you know, there were a few things and it was just like watching Gordon Hayward make a, make a move offensively. That's just kind of like, Oh, that's the kind of thing we'd see in, in CAC, you know, some, <laughs> some old dude, his legs aren't quite there. Exactly. The way he would like turn forward. around, he would just dribble, try and find a spot, turn and square up and shoot. And yeah. I mean, and it was, it was beautiful for what it was. Yeah, it's 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 gonna take some uh, it's gonna take some reps for him. Obviously, I mean his game isn't you know above the rim breakneck pace, so uh, we don't expect that. But it, it's gonna take some reps uh, for Gordon Hayward to probably feel like you know he's he's really getting clean cuts and and uh, creating the sort of space that he wants with the uh, the type of efficiency that he wants. So, but uh, getting back to my point, uh, the Celtics just they kept coming. They were like a runaway train in this game. Um, you know, didn't put it away until the second half. The Sixers would, you know, have little surges and, and bring it back. But the Celts, uh, the this was Tatum's game from the jump. Mm. Uh, he established things early at 13 first half points, and then in the second half, you saw just what the value of that bench was. In all, you had three guys who logged more than 20 minutes off the bench last night. Baines had 19. Uh, Marcus Morris, no hesitation. They were both great. They were both great. Yeah, yeah he, he double-doubled in this game. Rozier was valuable to pulling away in the second half. So, in contrast to the 76ers, who were just gassed, uh, the Celtics, you know, that, that bench that people talk so much about, came in, did their jobs. It was. It's clear that these guys do have roles here, uh, even though the starting five is all healthy, and uh, they were key in helping them put that game away. Yeah, side note, Gordon Hayward's hair, definitely regular season. Uh, we saw the preseason hair wasn't quite as tight, so we're happy about that. Of course, <laughs> after one game, Mr. Silver, Celtics fans, uh, of course, thinking the green running away with the Eastern Conference. This seems to be the budding rivalry that we have happening, but it looked uh, last night like it wasn't that close. The guard play uh, for the Sixers, it appears Simmons and Fultz. Fultz, who got the start surprisingly over J.J. Redick for me, um, they just, I don't know if they can coexist on the floor. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Fultz is, it's clear that he's not ready. I mean, Brett Brown is starting him, but he's going to be a work in progress. You know, it's interesting that, that they're committed to that at this point. But uh, with both of them on the court, uh, you just, you don't really have a lot of shooting, and, and that's going to be problematic. That's part of the, the reason 
um, that the Celtics, you know, kind of have the Sixers number. There are ways to beat the 76ers. Another one of those yeah. ways is to kind of let Joel Embiid get his. He shot 9 out of 21 last night, so 23 points on 21 shots. Um, they gave him single coverage on the post, and for everyone who fawns about Joel Embiid's post moves, it's it's basically because, you know, in, in this juncture in NBA history, there's really nobody over 7 feet who does anything more than dunk. So it's like, oh, a guy has a drop step. Oh, this guy does who, What better. is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's the next Kevin McHale to some people. No, you can stop him on the block, and Celtics showed that last night. Rozier coming over for a, a nice uh, little help. Oh, that was pretty. Point. Yeah, you got you got to love something like that. I mean, I, as a, as a player, I hate that when a guard comes over and just you know wastes me off the, <laughs> off the help. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's something that happens. So the Celtics, uh, you know, the the five game series last spring, uh, the Sixers didn't make really any upgrades in the off season. I mean, the, their off season was basically the whole Colangelo thing. Brought in Elton Brand. I don't know whether that's going to help or not. Wilson Chandler's a nice ad, but he's not active. Was Elton it's Brand basic. is he still alive? <laughs> it's, Good it's, lord! It's kind of like a thing with Elton Brand is he still alive? Is he still playing? Like we don't know either. <laughs> uh, but apparently he's the general manager of this team. So you know you you put all those things together and it's like yeah clearly the Sixers are talented but they need to grow from within and they're just not there yet. Um, they very well could be at some point, but right now I think the Raptors are the bigger rival for the Celtics in the Eastern Conference. Now that they have Kawhi. Yeah, agreed, and to your point about faults, there's an old saying, Sean, it's called don't throw good money after bad. Um, and so we'll see what happens there. And for Ben Simmons, he's electric on the fast break. There's no doubt about that. But in half-court offense, uh, he seems to be an average player, and he doesn't have a shot. There's not much going on on the block for him. So um, I, I think that's a major thing. And I think your point about the Celtics being able to out-coach, say, the Sixers and be able to control what they do, I think that's a real thing uh, for sure. And I also think Jason Tatum has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder against Philly. You see the way he brings it against them. We saw the stare down after that uh, beautiful shot and be just minutes after that Jalen Brown kind of dunk, which was amazing anyway. So the question we'll leave you with today, Sean, and it's a tough one. It's like picking one of your kids. I get it. But are you taking Jalen or are you taking Jason if you can only have one? saw it last night um Jalen Brown obviously not trying from the moment going right at Joel Embiid you just mentioned you know the Celtics out coaching the Sixers uh how many times did Jason Tatum put um you know Joel Embiid in the cement mixer last night I mean that guy was getting switched on jump shooters often (laughs) frequently I'd say about half the highlights that I saw tweeted out from the Celtics account were somebody doing something in one-on-one play to Embiid out around the perimeter. I think it would be a popular choice to pick Tatum today. Uh, he had a he had a, a, just a standout game. But mm. you know, as you and I were talking, uh, you know, prior to the uh, prior to the mics being on here, um, Jalen Brown definitely you know, showed shows some things. Continues to show some things that make you think that wow, this guy really has an all around game that is developing. And there are some nights where he will take over, much like Jason Tatum took over and owned that game last night. I was a Brown guy from uh, the time that he was drafted. I think a lot of people were down on him. Um, and then, you know, of course, the following year they get Tatum. And uh, <laughs> and now I kind of feel like I'm a Tatum guy. I think, like you said, it's like picking your kids. I think that Tatum 
is just there's just a little bit. The Browns got him defensively, but I think that Tatum's just got a little bit more. I don't know, swagger, superstar, something. Nothing wrong with Jalen Brown. Not downing him at all, but it's uh, it's Tatum by a nose for me. Yeah, it's tough. And you know, as you were answering, I actually regretted asking you. I felt bad for you that I put you in that position. So, I'll, <laughs> so I'll answer it myself. It's a similar thing. It's you know, Jalen Brown came out, and I like the pick. Smart kid, good player, athletic. Watch yeah. him grow. Now that we see the progression that he's actually making, it's it's quick and it's apparent and it's tangible. Uh, for Jason, yeah. for Jason Tatum, you know, we didn't know a ton about him coming out of college. Anyone that thought that they knew he was going to be great it's a liar except for Danny Ainge I'll believe him but um you know you had to believe in him and he's certainly proven him right so I'll leave it with I, I don't know Sean <laughs> I think that I think that Brown has probably made the more tangible jump but just basically on, right you know what reviews were coming in uh and what we saw out of him his rookie season he was just kind of more of a bystander um you know was his role immediately and you know now he's in year three and it's like wow uh, Tatum, you know, you saw right away with that guy in summer league, uh, in preseason. I mean, he was really talked up by a lot of people, you know, based on the fact, partly that they traded away the the number one pick and the right to draft Markel Fultz to get this guy. So he's lived up to expectations. I think Brown has maybe exceeded expectations that were lowered in part by you know people like my colleague Adam Jones at ninety eight five, who uh, you know was on the air during that draft and openly panned the pick. Yes. So. Uh, it's it's really I mean what a crazy situation we're in where we wake up on a morning like this and uh, the Celtics are as good as they are with more to come uh, you know if if uh, you're a Celtics fan right now you are sitting pretty well we know if Adam likes a draft pick then that could be a problem so so we'll leave it there uh, yeah both fantastic to watch and the one thing that you really hit on was this swagger I mean for guys who aren't old enough to drink for them to come back. This kind of pressure, season opener at home, and put up those kind of not even the numbers of the plays, just the confidence going hard. And I think I think that was very apparent. Sean, we appreciate your time. The new season is off and running. Uh, lots of fun ahead for us. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, appreciate your time. Look forward to the next several months uh, doing this. Hopefully, all with a positive spin. Just like opening night. Always pumping the positivity. That's Mr. Sean Silver from 98.5, the Sports Hub. Give him a follow at the Silver Fox on Twitter. So with that, we put a bow on Game 1 of the season for Game 2. It's a trip north of the border where, as of this week, marijuana is now legal in all six Canadian time zones. The Green on the road Friday night. They'll play the Raptors in Toronto. That's a wrap for another episode of your favorite podcast. Remember to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, otgbasketball.com. you got to check them out at Celtics Express on Twitter. We thank our producer, Teddy Tuhat, our guest, Sean Silver, our legions of fans, and, of course, Dr. James Naismith. Remember, kids, question everything. Why does pasta get soft, but eggs get hard when you boil them? And is the earth really a globe? Hmm. Until next time, I'm your host, Jake Corwin. We'll see you at the Garden.